Welcome to the Business in Vancouver podcast. Thanks for joining us. I'm Haley Wooden. I'm Tyler Orton. And this podcast is brought to you by Manning Elliott Accountants and Business Advisors. It's Thursday. We're going to cover some of the latest business headlines. Tyler, why don't we start with you and what you're following? Yeah. Haley, do you shop at, say, Shoppers Drug Mart or the Real Canadian Superstore, any of those Loblaws owned uh, chains. I do. Okay. I Every time I go into Shoppers, they're, they're pushing me really hard to get my uh, Shoppers Optimum card out. But as of today, that's Thursday, February 1st, they have a new card program. They have merged the PC Points card with the Shoppers Optimum card. It's now PC Optimum. So you have to sign up for brand new card, all that sort of stuff. And they've actually been having problems with this this morning. Mm-hmm. A lot of people went to log into the app wasn't working. They weren't able to get their new account up and running for this uh, new loyalty program, which is kind of not exactly fomenting a lot of loyalty at this point. No, that's a good way of putting it. Well, as I understand it, all your points, if you had PC points or optimum points, they're all sort of going to be transferred over to this new card, right? Yeah, but it it is kind of funny because with, with optimum, they're going to transfer you based on like your highest rewards level achieved at this point. Mm. Um, and but otherwise the PC points will be exchanged at a one to one ratio into the new PC Optimum card. So uh, look, it, it's not without uh, a few little hiccups here or there. Um, but personally, I use the Optimum card a lot. There's not really a Loblaws grocery store close to me, but I do have a Shoppers quite close to my home, and uh, one not too far from uh, where I work. So I do go there frequently and it actually makes sense for me to continue using these cards i'm i'm just gonna have to bear with the uh, technical difficulties that they've been having so far there you go yeah i'm late to the loyalty card game i got my optimum card just a couple months ago oh really okay yeah but i it's interesting because i remember my parents they had a card for everything air miles save on more shoppers and, and to be fair a lot of stores had their own loyalty programs I feel like some of them have fallen by the wayside over the years. But for me, yeah, I just I can't be bothered to have that many cards and no. rack up points that I won't ever spend. But OK, but this is like kind of a good point with regards to this Loblaws thing. Instead of you having to carry around multiple cards, it's just one. And you mm-hmm. don't even have to carry around a card. You can actually just drum it up on your mobile app as well. So that's, that's nice and easy. Yeah, it's taken a lot of those complications away. So that's a bit of a relief. But the problem is... This mobile app is not working much, you know, creating headaches. But uh, what, what's catching your eye in business right now? Well, I was trying to decide which story I was going to lead with, but you started talking about Loblaws. So I think it huh? makes sense to talk about. And it's uh, also an area where there have been issues, that bread price mm. fixing scandal. Yeah. There have been new documents coming to light from the Competition Bureau. This is as reported by the Canadian Press. And the Competition Bureau is saying that there has been, for a decade and a half, an industry-wide conspiracy, so to speak, of bread price fixing. And it goes beyond just Loblaws. It goes beyond uh, just a couple of grocers or wholesalers. It's this over a 15-year period, wholesalers deciding they're going to fix the price of bread and retailers being in on it as well. And there are a bunch of uh, well-known companies named. Loblaws, of course, is mentioned Canada Bread, Loblaws parent company George Weston, Walmart Canada. There are a few others in there as well. But it's really taken this whole issue to the next level. It's such a Canadian conspiracy, though. It's instead of, you know, high drama, murders, it's bread. But it's still, as consumers, I think everybody should be outraged. And it also brings up questions about what else might be a little bit uh, 
questionable. I, I, I don't want to say any of these companies are involved with any other you know products or anything like that, but I definitely think that we should, you know, consumers should be paying attention to companies taking advantage of them. Absolutely. The interesting thing here that I think might get some people mad is that this investigation was in part launched because George Weston, uh, again, the parent company of Loblaws, approached the bureau to say, you know, we think something's going on. There are a couple of industry insiders who said that they thought something was going on. And so as a result, George Weston and Loblaws both have immunity in this matter, even though the investigation focuses heavily on George Weston and Canada Bread fixing 15 times once yeah. a year over a decade and a half the price. But it's like, oh, these companies are like, hmm, looks like we can get in a lot of trouble. Let's head this off, admit it, and you know, land a deal that'll minimize the amount of trouble we'll be in. For them, monetarily, it's going to cost hundreds of millions of dollars to rectify this. We know that there's going to be lawsuits. They're already giving up. We were talking about uh, cards earlier, but mm -hmm. a lot of these uh, gift cards are uh, going out to Canadians as of now. It, it's troublesome for this company. It is. Absolutely. We'll follow that. I'm sure there's a lot more that's going to come out as a result of this investigation. We'll take a short break, though, first and continue with our headlines. This podcast is brought to you by Manning Elliott Accountants and Business Advisors. Manning Elliott has been providing expert accounting, assurance, business advisory, tax, and valuation services to businesses in the Lower Mainland and Fraser Valley since 1952. If you're serious about taking your business and brand to the next level, and if you want an accounting firm that'll be there to help you every step of the way, you can give Manning Elliott Accountants and Business Advisors a call at 604-714-3600. That's 604-714-3600. Or you can check them out online at their website, manningelliott.ca. What else are you following, Tyler? You know, Facebook. Are you, are you a big, hardcore Facebook uh, user. This is the other. I sound so curmudgeon. I like, don't have loyalty cards. Uh, I'm barely on Facebook. I'm I'm certainly on it, and I check it from time to time. But I, it doesn't take up as much of my attention as let's say it once did. You know, and that's actually true for apparently most uh, a lot of people in North America. For the first time ever, Facebook has actually seen a dip in the number of daily active users here in North America. By it fell by one million. It used to have 185 million daily active users. It's now, according to their latest financial results out this week, down to 184 million. Hmm. And the the real story here though is these are coming in the wake of changes they've made to the news feeds. Less of a priority on, say, businesses, news stories, uh, viral videos that are being shared. They want to prioritize friends and family. And as a result, uh, a lot more people are, are far less interested in what's going on on Facebook. Uh, I guess friends and family is not necessarily enough. <laughs> but really, this is Facebook's strategy of I think they looked at everything, especially that U.S. election that happened back in 2016. And I think there are grave concerns that people could sour on the Facebook experience. And that's why they're deprioritizing, say, a lot of the news stories that would maybe pop up in your feed that people are sharing. They want to instead, you know, prioritize kind of those more emotional connections that you would have. But uh, I don't know. The, the fact that it, it's drawn people away, they actually said that it's reduced the, not, uh, the amount of time spent on the site by 50 million hours a day. Period. Wow. Yeah. 
Wow, that's a lot of time. I'll say this. One of the things that has soured me a little bit to Facebook, and it's something Facebook's trying to do, monetize its site. But I see now in my messages, sponsored messages, I'll mm. see on my home feed sponsored ads a lot of the time. And I'll also see people who I know for a fact would never like a certain page, but it shows you like three or four friends that like it. And I think, I don't know, there's something going on there. Oh, really? I've seen my name pop up to things I'd like, and I certainly had never liked it. Maybe somebody's hacking your uh, Facebook and making you push, um, (laughs) I don't know, a lot of uh, uh, potentially offensive, you know, uh, groups. I guess so. I mean, I, I think it's more, I think this has been talked about like years ago that you know, you sign on to certain things and you have an account and when you like certain pages and your name pops up sometimes on when you like a page, you're actually liking, say, 20 pages. And so your name pops up on them, yeah. things like that. Those other things like the photos that you put on Facebook, Facebook makes you sign agreements that say, uh, oh, yeah, we own these photos, which is curious. What if somebody, you know, uploads a picture from a professional photographer without that professional photographer's permission? Facebook doesn't suddenly get to say we own that photo. Yeah, that's a good point. So it, it's creating like, like, let's be realistic, guys. Like, you know, that, that's why read those user agreements. But no matter what, you're still going to click yes on the user agreement. So well, yeah, because you can't not be on Facebook. Yeah. That's sort of how it feels. The other thing too, I'll say this, uh, and I promise I won't rant about it. But devices <laughs> and your apps listening to you, uh-huh. and I, I know many people this has happened to, and it's happened to me too. You're talking about something you've never Googled it. But you start to see ads for those products or things that, oh, we're going to go and visit this tourist attraction or, oh, I'm going to go shop here. And then you start seeing ads. L- let me say this. I'll just play devil's advocate. Facebook has come out and denied th- those accusations there. And sometimes I'm somebody who sometimes veers more towards believing in coincidence than, you know, True. fate or or conspiracy or anything like that. I'm so, full on like cynical. <laughs> but I, I, I'm just saying like if you've been talking about a certain thing, you would probably notice that thing pop up. You know, you, your mind is just There's mostly too. Yeah. more prone to noticing that. Let's say you buy a red car. All of a sudden you're going to be on the road and seeing red cars everywhere where you wouldn't necessarily just a, a week earlier. That, that's kind of what I'm getting at. True. So, Haley, what's catching your eye in business? Well, this is a this is a BC story that's causing a lot of havoc. So, uh, a couple days ago, the provincial government announced its second phase of proposed environmental regulations. Now, the big one that's catching a lot of people's attention is the proposal to ban any increased supply in diluted bitumen. Right. So that's the product that currently flows through the Trans Mountain pipeline. Now, of course, if that pipeline is twinned, there would be an increase in diluted bitumen flowing through BC. So this is caught response from Kinder Morgan, who said, well, kindly, it seemed like reminded the provincial government that the project is approved and that they'll work with the government. A lot of uh, environmental groups lauding the proposals. BC Green Party leader Andrew Weaver saying he's pleased with it. Same with the city of Burnaby. But today we heard some very strong language from Alberta's Premier Rachel Notley. And what did she say? She called it an unconstitutional attack on jobs and working people in Alberta. And she also said something to the effect that there needs to be serious consequences and they'll be reviewing legal action. So these are proposed regulations at this point, but they could have very big consequences. And I think that's why we're seeing a lot of really strong reaction. Well, I a, it is interesting that these are two NDP governments on opposite ends of the mm-hmm. spectrum when it comes to this particular issue. And then 
be the fact of the matter is the BCNDP campaigned on the idea that they would throw every tool they have in the toolbox to stop these uh, expansion plans here. That's what they're following through and doing. I, I, if you talk to most experts, I don't think any of them believe that they have much of a chance at actually following through it and, and being able to do this. Like you said, there, there's going to be these are proposed. Who knows if they'll actually be able to follow through on this just through uh, because of legal issues that will arise. Absolutely. At the very least, if they do get approved, they could potentially stall the project. And at this point, the project has been delayed quite a bit. And uh, Kinder Morgan account said they lose, I think it's like $75 million a day every Mm, time it's delayed. So uh, yeah, even proposing something like this does have or could have some big impact. So interesting to see where that lands. Anyway, that's it for our podcast today. Thanks so much for listening to Business in Vancouver. And this podcast, of course, is brought to you by Manning Elliott Accountants and Business Advisors. Tyler, where can people go for more business news and to connect with you? We've got a brand new website, so check Mm -hmm. out BIV.com. It's looking quite nice right now. You can also find me on Twitter. I'm at Reporton. That's R-E-P-O-R-T-O-N. Haley, where can we find you? My handle is at Haley Wooden, so feel free to connect. And if you'd like more podcasts, we have them on iTunes. You can listen to all our podcasts going back to day one. Uh, They're also on Stitcher. Again, that's it for today's podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week.